Hey, this is Life Coach David. Thanks for listening to the Law of Attraction podcast. I've been a certified Law of Attraction Life Coach for the past 10 years. If you want to find out more about me, you can go to lifecoachdavid.com. And today we're going to continue the final part of Money and the Law of Attraction. And I hope you've been listening to the previous podcasts because there's so much wonderful, useful Law of Attraction information in the book. We have to be so thankful to Esther Hicks and Abraham for all the wonderful work they do that they share with the world. Because when you live your life from a Law of Attraction point of view, it only gets better. And that leads me to a wonderful awareness I have recently. You know, when it comes to the Law of Attraction, you really have to be all in. You know, if you want to see positive changes in your life, if you want to attract what you want, if you want to deliberately feel happier and stay that way, you have to be all in. And then you'll see those results. You can't tiptoe in to the law of attraction ideas and then wonder why you're not attracting what you want. So think about that. How could you be more all in when it comes to the law of attraction? What can you do? What can you do with your thinking, with your thoughts, with your actions? And then once you and then once you become more all in, then you'll really start experiencing the wonderful results. And this next section is a continuation of the live transcript that I've been reading from, and it's called Living a Vibrational Match. We want to show you how to recognize your own guidance system and how to more effectively utilize it moment by moment. We want you to leave with a newfound resolve that how you feel matters because how you feel is your indication of your alignment or misalignment with who you are, with your allowing of the whole of who you are to be present in this moment or of your resisting of who you really are to be present in this moment. Many physical beings are moving around through life a mere shadow of who they are. Mothers are shouting angrily at their children when there is no one on the planet that they want to love more, out of control, not knowing how to hold themselves in the vibration of love because they have knee-jerk responses to life. And we want you to begin to utilize the contrast in a deliberate, conscious, comprehensive way. We want you to understand the components of life. When you get who you are, And when you get how who you really are feels, and when you start tuning yourself to that feeling, you will begin to be a vibrational match to who you really are. And when you're tuned in, tapped in, turned on, when you're offering the vibration that comes from the core of your being, your power of influence is so huge that others who are watching you are amazed at the confidence and power with which you move through life. When you're a vibrational match to who you are, the law of attraction brings to you, surrounds you with, lines up for you a steady stream of powerful, joyful opportunities and openings that just lead you segment by segment toward an ever-evolving, always-unfolding, joyful life experience. It's not about knowing what you don't want so you know what you do want and then you have to figure out how to get over there to what you do want we're not talking about the handful or dozen or hundreds or even thousands 
of things that you are wanting. This is not about getting you to those things. This workshop is about helping you to reorient your understanding of who you are here in this body to begin with. You didn't come forth to get it done. You didn't come forth to identify things you want and then move over to live the manifestation of them because the manifestation of them is better than the absence of them. You came forth in order to identify what you want so you could move in the direction of what you want so that you can enjoy the stream of life that is constant and eternal. You want to be in the flow of who you are, not bucking the current. The law of attraction and its response to this powerful you that you have become creates a current that feels to you like a river or stream that is always moving in the direction of that which life has caused you to become. And when you let yourself go with that flow, you feel those emotions that you describe as positive emotions. But when you're turned upstream in opposition to that current, you feel it in your body. You feel it in every fiber of your being. You feel it because you are not letting yourself be who you are. And that contradiction in energy tears you apart. It makes you miserable. It messes up your body. It ruins your life to some degree. It keeps you from being who you are. Now, when you die, of course, all that ends. Because when you die, when you have what you call your death experience, you stop beating the drum of all the things that you've been worrying about in your physical form, and the vibration of who you are becomes dominant. In one fell swoop, you become the being that all that you have lived has caused you to become. But we're wanting to submit to you that you don't have to die to have that happen. You can stay right here in this physical body, and you can, moment to moment, day by day, by caring about how you feel, tune yourself to the vibration of the center of your being. And as you tune yourself to who you really are, then you begin to understand how good life feels and how good life is supposed to feel for you. Life is supposed to feel good. Jerry and Esther had a wonderful experience last summer. They went whitewater rafting, and as they took the raft down to the river's edge, there were many of them, six of them that went together, and many others, dozens really, of high school wrestlers in the other boats. It was a remarkable day of splashing one another. The high school wrestlers didn't start in. They didn't start it. Jerry and Esther's friends did. But once it got started, it was a very wet day. As they got to the river's edge, none of them, not one of them, even considered turning the boat upstream and paddling against the current. It was so perfectly obvious that the very fast-moving river was going to have its way with them. And the river guide, almost the first thing he said to them was, Friends, this is not Disneyland, and we cannot turn this river off. He was wanting them to understand the power of this river, and we want to say exactly the same thing to you. We want you to understand the power of this river and the fact that we cannot turn this river off. You set your river in motion long before you came forth into this physical body. And this river has been moving very fast since you've been in this physical body. 
and every time you know what you don't want, you make the river go a little faster by offering the rocket a desire about what you are wanting. The reason the river moves faster and faster and faster is because every time you identify at any level of your being a preference or a desire of how life would be better for you, the non-physical part of you embraces that thought so completely and holds it so unequivocally and becomes a vibrational offerer of it so completely. And then as the powerful law of attraction responds to that ever-increasing amassing vibration that you are setting forth, there's a powerful sucking feeling that is drawing you toward it. Are you getting a sense of this? We're trying to get you to understand how fast this river is moving and how important it is that you let yourself go with it. When you let yourself move in the direction of who you've become, you feel the ease of going with the flow. And when you turn in opposition to it, you feel the dis-ease of not allowing yourself to go with the flow. And every emotion you feel is about simply that. If you feel negative emotion, what it means every single time is life has caused you to become something more than this thought, this action, this word is allowing you to be. In other words, life helps me to know that I want more money and the source energy part of me becomes a more prosperous being. Can you imagine, we know, how much abundance is amassed for you in your vibrational escrow? There are veritable fortunes there calling you to them. So here's all of this abundance that you, in all your lives, have set forth there. And here you are, often saying, I don't have enough money. More important, feeling the disappointment of not having enough money. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. I would like to buy that, but I can't afford it. I wish I could buy that, but I can't afford it. I'm so tired of wanting things that I can't have. I'm so tired of not having enough money. I don't have 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 enough money. Hardly anybody I know has enough money. Hardly anybody I know has money. I don't know anyone who has enough money. <laughs> Nobody has enough money. Nobody has enough money. The rich bugger over there got plenty of money. That rich bugger over there got plenty of money. Much, much more than his fair share of money. He squanders it and wastes it on unnecessary things. Don't you know there are people starving? I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. Uh, he probably deals drugs. I don't have enough money. 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 <laughs> and we want you to understand that you can't feel that way and let your money in. You just can't. The vibrational frequencies are too far apart. Your disappointment is your indicator that you're not letting money in. And no money coming in is an indicator too. In other words, there are emotional indicators of how you're doing, and then there's post-manifestational awareness, yes? We want you to realize that whatever you're living is the indicator of what you're doing vibrationally. But even more, oh, we so want you to hear this, we're going to stay here until you get this. It'll only take a minute. What you're living is the indicator of what you're offering vibrationally. 
Now, how does that sentence sound to you? Does it sound important? What you're living is the indicator of your vibration sounds important, but we don't want it to be so important for this reason. It's only an indicator of vibration. My bank account is an indicator of vibration. I hate what's in my bank account. There's so little in my bank account. Why doesn't my bank account get bigger? Why doesn't it get bigger? Why doesn't it get bigger? And on and on. <laughs> because it's an indicator of why it doesn't get bigger. Why it doesn't get bigger. My body is hurting me. It feels so uncomfortable. And I so want my body to begin feeling better. I've been giving this diagnosis and I don't like what's happening to my body. Your body and what you're living is an indicator of your vibration, period. I don't know what's happening to my body. I can't control my body. I don't know what's happening. I'm afraid. I don't know what to do. Everything that you are living is nothing more than an indicator of the drum that you are beating. That's all. People talk about the reality of their life as if it's important. And we want you to understand it's only the temporary indicator. Do you go to the gas station? Your gas gauge is on empty. Do you go to the gas station and look at your gas gauge in horror? How did this happen? Why, why, why? Why did this happen to me? <laughs> Do you lay your head on the steering wheel and just sob? Oh, look what it's come to. I'm finished. I've lived all of life and look where I am. <laughs> or do you just fill it up? And yet, you'll have something happening with your body and you walk so slowly into the doctor's office with fear gripping your heart because he might tell you the very thing that you don't want to know. He might take his tools and look deep into the recesses of your body in places that you cannot see and he might tell you that there's an indicator in your body. And we want you to say, good to know, nice to know, didn't need you to tell me, I know, I can feel the discord. Whatever you're living, whether it's about your body, or whether it's about your relationship, or whether it's about money, no matter what it's about, whatever you're living is only a temporary, in-the-moment indicator of your temporary, in-the-moment vibrational offering. That's all it is. The only problem is, you don't know that your vibrational offering is temporary because you've been speaking those words for so long. They're stuck in your vibrational craw. You've been telling the same story for so long, you don't know any new stories. Somehow you got convinced that you should tell it like it is. Now let's play that over what we're just saying. Tell it like it is, your mother says. Tell me the truth of what is. So you say, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough money, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. I don't like what you're doing. I don't like what you're doing with my money. I don't like what you're doing with my government. I don't like what you're doing. We're making a point here, and we know it's getting annoying to you, <laughs> but we want you to understand that you've got to tell a different, better story. Did we make a point with you about these two points of vibrational offerings that are going on? There's the larger you, and then there's the physical you. Do you get that? Do you believe it? Do you understand that you are the source energy being? So listen to the difference in the drums that are being beat. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. I've never had enough money. Or there's plenty of money. The money is here. 
The things are lined up. The resources are in place. Circumstances and events have been arranged. The money is here. The money is here. Look over here. Look over here. Look over here. Now, we want you to depict the emotional difference between I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. Why don't I have enough money? I'm so sorry I don't have enough money. What have I done wrong? I should have known better. They should have known better. There's plenty of money. Nothing has gone wrong. Everything that you want is lined up for you. Whenever you're ready, it's right here for you. There's nothing you need to do. You've done all the work. All you need is to just relax and allow what you want to flow into your experience. You want to begin to listen to the drum of the source within you. You want to listen to the call of source. Source is calling you in the direction of what you want. And the way that you know that you're moving in the direction is because things start lining up for you, meaning that they begin feeling really, really good to you. When you get on this track of following the trail that has been prepaved by you and is being tended by the source within you and is calling you toward what you're wanting, you feel energized, you feel enthusiasm, and yet you know what your physical world trains you to do. Your physical world says, if it feels good, you need to worry. You say to your friends, oh, I'm so excited about this. And they say, watch out, watch out. That positive emotion could mean something's going very, very, very wrong for you. <laughs> I've known other people who were positive and bad things happened to them. I think you better play it safe. I think you better stay right where you are. I know he beats you, but he makes a good living. And what we're wanting you to understand is the way you feel is everything because the way you feel is your indication of whether you're closing the gap between who you're letting yourself be and who you really are or whether you're widening the gap. You're going to get so that you can feel statement by statement whether it's downstream or upstream, downstream or upstream. The downstream statement always feels like relief. It doesn't always feel like sunshine, lollipops, and roses. It doesn't always feel like the best feeling thing that you've ever felt. But the downstream thought from where you stand always feels better than the upstream thought. You can always tell the difference between something that feels a little worse and a little better. A little worse and a little better. Often a gathering like this leaves you with the impression that you need to get over here into these good feeling emotions. And you have been so sick to your stomach of positive people for so long that the idea of being one of them is abhorrent to most of you. In other words, nothing is so annoying as to see someone happy when you're not. Nothing is more annoying than to see someone living the life you want to live when you're not living it. And even worse, crowing about it. Oh, let me tell you how good my life is. Let's not go there, you say. Ha ha ha. We don't want you to compare yourself with anybody else. We just want you to have a comparative awareness of whether this thought that you're thinking about right now is upstream or downstream. And do you know why? Because this thought that you are thinking right now is your point of attraction. This is the thought that you're thinking right now that your life is becoming the indicator of. But there's this one little thing that we need to tell you. You probably already know it. There's a buffer of time between you offering a vibration and its manifestation. 
More than 99% of every creation is completed by you vibrationally before the evidence begins to show. So you can be tuned in the downstream direction for a while before you begin to see the evidence of it. And that's what makes you not know. You want instant manifestation. Can you imagine Jerry and Esther on the river with their guide telling him, Oh, we like instant manifestation, so we don't want to take all the time to ride down the river, put our boat back on the bus, let's drive down the canyon. It'll be a lot faster. Put it in a few hundred yards from where we're going to take it out, and we'll just be done with this. And he would say, I thought you wanted a ride on the river. And that's what we want you to understand. You want this ride on the river. You want to discern contrast. Oh, you think that if you had the choice, and you did, but you think if you had had the choice from the physical experience, and good thing you didn't, you think that if you had the choice, and you did, that if you came forth into this physical experience, that your nest would be so feathered that it would be full of all the things you want. And there would be nothing in your environment that you would even get your attention a little bit that would make you feel bad. Many of you as parents try to do that for your children, and you deprive them temporarily of the contrast that they came to live. You said, I'll go forth into the contrast, and from it I will be able to discern what I prefer. And that would be a wonderful thing, because when I know what I prefer, I'll hold it in my vibrational continence, and then the law of attraction will bring it to me. And then I'll have a new platform from which to prefer. And I'll hold it in my vibrational continence. And law of attraction will bring it to me. So from this buffet of life, I'll extract from it the things that I most prefer. And out of it, I will carve out the perfect life for me from my personal perspective. But instead, you got here and there were so many other dysfunctional people around you who had already lost sight of their own guidance system who said to most of you, I'm a very conditional lover and liver of life, which means good conditions make me feel good, but bad conditions make me feel bad. So these are the rules for the good conditions that I need to extract from you. And since you're in my life, I'll be looking at you quite a lot. Since I am your employer, or since I am your mother, or since I am your father, or since I am your teacher, I have been assigned the task of looking at you. And when I look at you, I want to feel good, which means you need to perform in ways that make me, 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 me feel good. I don't want you to be selfish. You need to behave in ways that make me, I'm your selfless mother, feel good. And if I see any of those things that make me feel bad, you will be in such trouble. <laughs> Which will be all right if there could only have been one of them and they were always in agreement with themselves. But they are so fickle and there are so many of them and they want different things from you. And you just can't stand on your head in enough different ways to make them happy. And pretty soon you figure out that no matter how hard you try, you can't make them happy. We are wanting to say to you that none of you came forth with the intention of listening to anyone outside of you. Every one of you knew that life would cause you to expand and that that expanded being would call you. And when you go in the direction of that expansion, that you would feel good. And you planned on leaving everybody else out of the equation. You really did. 
you did not plan on guiding your life by that which other people are saying. First of all, they don't have very much of an attention span. Have you noticed? How long did your lover really give you his undivided attention? No one dares say. Not that long, not that long. How long did your mother give you her undivided attention? Not very long. Nobody can do it because nobody is born to be the keeper of you. They are all born to be the creator of their own experience. And we think that the greatest hypocrisy, the thing that has caused you the most trouble, is that they tell you that you are important to them. But the bottom line is, how they feel is what's most important to them. So they keep trying to guide you and your behavior by what makes them feel good. And then, oh, you get so full of resentment because you know what will make your life really wonderful right away is if you could just accept that everybody is in this life for themselves. And that's not a bad thing because what that's really saying is everybody is source energy and everybody came forth in order to give birth to new rockets of desire and everyone has a source within them that is guiding them toward their best interest. So imagine what a wonderful world that is. If everyone has their own personal guidance system and its source and everyone is being called toward the improved life experience and everyone or even most of them or even some of them are hearing the call and moving toward it, can you imagine how magnificent this world will become? Do you know that not one offers any violent or what you would call negative behavior who's in alignment with source? It just doesn't happen. 100% of what you call negative behavior happens because someone's out there on the raw and ragged edge. They're trying to fill the void. They're trying to get to some place that they want to be, but they're going about it in a way that cannot ever be. And that's the end of that little section in the last part of the book. And I think they're just trying to tell us that we have to do our best to see things and handle things and make decisions through the eyes of source, that part of us that's always source energy. How would source handle this? Does this feel more upstream or downstream? If it feels more upstream, it feels harder, it's difficult, it's taking us away from what we want. If it feels more downstream, it feels good, it feels easy, it's taking us towards what we want. And we'll go with the downstream option, of course. So today's reading was packed, as usual, with more wonderful Law of Attraction information. And the next podcast will really be the very end of the book. It'll be the last part of this live reading. So thanks again for listening. And remember what I said earlier about when it comes to the Law of Attraction, you really want to be all in so you get the most benefit. And if you want to reach me about coaching, you can reach me through lifecoachdavid.com. Tune in next time. And as I always like to say, choose to have a high vibration day.